The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, the illustrious potentate, Coach Mike on the controls and video man, intern to Lawson Smith. Showing us the funny tweets of the day. Things we can't say on air. Yeah. <laughs> so Don't tweet out things you'll regret eventually. Like the the, I'll get a tattoo if this happens. Don't ever say that. It's Never gonna happen. Say it's gonna that. It always happens. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of people, especially Braves fans, who have done certain things and said certain things, and they followed through on them. So you got yeah. to. Can't Welsh. On not on that especially if i mean if you sacrifice this for that to happen and that happens you kind of you kind of got to pull you're, through you're obligated because if you don't then that's just going to mess up karma hmm. and we can't be having you that. don't want to mess with karma so yeah. does that mean uh if the titans go to the super bowl mike Vrabel's gonna yes. have to yes it does yeah As a matter oof. of fact just saying uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick before we get into the NCAA football rumored 12-team playoff or whatnot, uh, first pitch times have been set for the Super Regionals uh, for your Southeastern Conference teams, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, and Mississippi State. Arkansas will host NC State beginning on Friday. That first pitch is scheduled for 5 Central, uh, which means – Add about five to seven minutes to right. these for first pitches, uh, but that's probably what time they'll come on the air on the <laughs> on yeah, TV. Those are, those are gear, get air times, not yeah. not first pitch times. Probably, yeah. Uh, Ole Miss will start on Friday against Arizona uh, at eight p.m. Central. Mississippi State and Notre Dame on Saturday at one Central. Vanderbilt is Friday. They host East Carolina, which we will talk about later this week with the Kemp brothers. Uh, that's an 11 o'clock Friday first pitch, so that should be fun. And then on Saturday, LSU and Tennessee first pitch at 6 p.m. Central Time. Uh, games 2 and 3 in that one are up in the air. That's a Saturday first uh, game one for mm-hmm. LSU at Tennessee. Um, and it's funny that Vanderbilt still getting the Jefferson Pilot game. It's insane. It's insane. 
the, Bre- breakfast with the Commodores. I I don't understand. I don't understand how how Vanderbilt, the defending national champion, reigning national champion, gets eleven o'clock on Friday, eleven o'clock on Saturday, and two o'clock on Sunday. Now two o'clock on Sunday, that's perfectly fine. Well, that's an if game. But yeah. the rest, the eleven o'clock on Friday and Saturday. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Have you ever tried to drive in West End at 11 o'clock on a Friday? Friday. Don't try it. It's not good. Rent a helicopter. It'll be easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just, just land it on the life flight pad and, and run over. <laughs> Got a better option. Uh, the the cool thing is Ole Miss is on the road, so they get the late games, and they're out, they're out west, so we get to see them late. If you can stay awake for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Arkansas. I guess since they're the number one seed, I guess it makes sense that they get the Friday first, you know, Friday at five. I guess that makes sense. But geez, putting Vandy at eleven is just brutal. That's that's brutal. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, never said the NCAA was smart, and we'll can speaking of, we'll continue with that sentiment right now as here's the thing there's a rumor this isn't i don't even think it's been proposed this is just a rumor that people are kind of swirling around that 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 the ncaa is thinking about going to a 12 team football playoff which uh, i think is a perfectly fine idea i'm not not opposed to it i i mean hey we're if we're gonna expand let's just go all the way all at once let's don't try to you know Let's let's don't try to crawl. Let's just pick up and run a marathon. No sense in easing into it. I guess not. So, a 12-team playoff has its advantages and has its disadvantages. Like I said, there's no such thing as too much good college football. Would you rather... College football. Would you rather watch Texas A&M and Oregon on December 23rd or... Army and uh, UTEP in the Gasparilla Bowl. Don't say Army because people have well, I a do special like to watch place Army. for yeah. arm for the for the service academies. So let's not well, back any of those people off. I like to watch Army because they run the triple option. But my point being, a I got your point. Uh, I'm just saying, yeah. let's not use Army as our example. UAB. <laughs> do you want to watch UAB and Hawaii in the Gasparilla Bowl on December 23rd, or do you want to watch Texas A&M and Oregon? I want to watch Texas A&M and Oregon just One, because I want to see how Jimbo Fisher is going to screw things up. One thousand percent, I want to watch Texas A&M and Oregon. Yeah. So there's no, and here's the thing: is if that's the game. At six o'clock that night, I'm probably going to watch yeah. UAB in Hawaii in the Gasparilla Bowl at three o'clock because why not? I ain't got nothing else to do on December twenty third. <laughs> so it's probably you're not, you're, you're, you already know you, you that. will you will have stuff to do. It's called shopping. Oh no! On twenty on the twenty third, I'll be yeah. I'll be done by Christmas by uh, uh, by Thanksgiving. Think? No, I'll be done by Thanksgiving. I, I got to She'll be like nine months old. She won't even know that we exist. I didn't say that would be this year. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> but it just, I mean, it makes sense. This is what you're going to do. I mean, I would much rather see that game, and I would much rather have other games leading up to 
that game to A&M Oregon, which, and I use that example because that's what it would have been. <laughs> uh, the five and 12 would have played last year. And A&M was the five. A&M was the five and Oregon was the, the 12. Um, I don't know. I, I think there's, there's an argument for it. There's an argument against it, but I, here's my argument such as it is against it. I think 12 is too many. I think it starts to get watered down. What was Oregon's record as the number 12? Oh, I don't know. But the number 13 seed was Coastal Carolina. And if there's 12 teams getting in and it's between Oregon and Coastal Carolina last year, Coastal's probably getting in. Yeah, yeah, too too much public sentiment for the chance for them to have not gotten in. So... Although it, Oregon would have had to have been in because they were the only Pac-12 team in the top 12. <laughs> and you're getting an auto bid. Right. So, and, and that's where I was going. If it's a 12-team playoff field, then you're talking about all five of your Power Five champions. You're talking about your best group of five team, and you're talking about six at-larges. Correct. So, So that's who would make up the 12 team field if if they went to 12 last year uh, and and just because you win your conference doesn't mean you get a one two three four five seed no this is a you're That's, in you're in the field once you get in the field then they, then they we'll seed you wherever you are supposed to be now at last year it would have been Alabama, clemson ohio state and notre dame because those are the top four seeds then okay uh, now let me ask you this is notre dame in the Atlantic Coast Conference, or are they an at-large? I think they would have to be an at-large in most years. Last year, they were part of the ACC because they had to play conference-only scheduling, and it was just dumb. And see, I'm going to I'm gonna refer back to Dawson Hargrove in the first hour <laughs> on that. We know about that. But, yes, I think Notre Dame would be an at-large team. I think the, the, the ACC championship game champion is going to get the – the auto bid. Notre Dame needs to get in the conference. I don't disagree, but that's a discussion for another day. Uh, A&M at five, Oklahoma at six, Florida at seven, Cincinnati at eight as your G5 team, uh, then Georgia at nine, Iowa, Iowa State at 10, Indiana at 11, and Oregon at 12. Again, like I said, probably would have put Coastal in at somewhere, probably over Indiana, moved Oregon up one. Take so Indiana you're going to take out. two G5s in? I think last year you would have. And I think you can. That's one of the well, things. Well, you can. I mean, you could take a second one as one of the six at largest. And I think that's, I think that's why 12 is a good number because you do give – the James Madisons of the world, <laughs> an opportunity. Yeah. Now, if they get shellac, that's fine. But at least they. But they've been. They're there. At, at least you tried, as Bart Simpson would say. At least you tried. You get a cake, and Bart Simpson will throw it in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't disagree. I, I don't think twelve is a bad idea. If you're gonna do it, I think twelve is as good of. And a it, number and is it, any. And it does go back to some degree to your there's no such thing as too much good college football because what is that? That's three weeks. Five twelve plays the one seed, I would assume. No, five twelve no. plays the four seed. Would play the four? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So 
and then the eight nine would play the one seed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the those bracket, are, so those right. are then your quarterfinals. So that's your quarterfinals. So you're talking four weeks. Two, then your semis, which you would already have, and then your championship game. So you're talking about another two weeks of playoffs. You're basically right. talking about championship weekend instead of your you're, – you're going to have your championship weekend. The very next week is going to have to be – Teams that, I mean, we're going to have to have a selection show on Saturday night. If you, not, if not the next week, then let me just look at a calendar. You're talking here. about the week after conference championships. So, if the conference championships are on the third, right? Of they're, December, or, or they're on December fourth, this first Saturday of, of December. You're talking strictly about this year, just yes, as a as hypothetical. Hypothetical. Yeah. The eighteenth, you would play the five twelve, the five the first 12, round, the first round. The next week is Christmas Day. Right. Uh, <laughs> this year. This year. Um, and it's weird because every holiday falls on Saturday this year, mm-hmm. so it is what it is. But And maybe you play on Friday night. Maybe you play on Sunday. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. You can't play on Sunday because NFL still playing. Right. But <laughs> you figure – I mean, you're talking about one, two, three, four rounds mm-hmm. with no break. FCS does it. I don't see yeah. any reason why FBS coaching and their and their elaborate with staffs, everything that they've got, yeah, analysts surely and all, they can get ready for, for a game the, in a week. Do you use the current bowls? To I would. I think. I host think, those. I think you should. I've said yeah. for years you ought to be able to incorporate the bowls into the playoff system. I don't. The travel is tough. I can say there's your travel the is first true. round should be at a host site. Maybe a bowl sponsors it, but it should be at the higher seed okay. because the first round is just. But a lot of your bowls are city sent or or. I understand that, you know, but, they can, but they can centered. still, but they can still sponsor it. You know, I can, I can see you know with your scenario, you you take the Music City Bowl and and take it to say Louisville because that's the host city, right? I'm, I'm, again, it would be a sponsor. Maybe you don't give up your bowl, but maybe the Music City Bowl is the one who gives out the swag. Maybe they're the ones who just an added opportunity yeah, for exposure for that, that sponsor bowl. and that bowl. Yeah, and in the first round. Now, right. from there on and out, and then quarterfinals, semifinals, yeah. and then the championship game stands on its own as it always has. Right. You've got your semifinals in your because you've already got the New Year's six, mm-hmm. so that takes care of your quarterfinals, right? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Because you got you've only got four games, right? right. Mm-hmm. So right. Yeah. there's six games, and there's only four that had to be played, <laughs> right? And then your semifinals are the other two, and then your championship game stands on its own, right? Wherever it may be. I still think 12 may be too many just because, you know, for from a record standpoint, as we were talking off air, does a nine and three team deserve to play for a national championship? Well, and I know we're talking about football. I get it. It's, it's, this would certainly water down the, the regular season 
quite a bit. And the regular season still matters in college football. Mm-hmm. But. Well, I, I don't know that how much you'd water because you still have to get through your conference you and see. you still have to win that conference championship. And if you're one of those at-large teams, you better not – I mean, if you lose, your at-large is gone, you know. I, th- I think there would be a, a two-loss yeah. ceiling for most years. There may be some years where everybody loses and there's just a couple three-loss teams in there. And if that's the if that's the case, then it is what it is. But this is my biggest thing about it. So you're tired of Alabama and Clemson, right? You're tired of Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, whatever. You just going to give them more opportunities to be in this thing? I mean, let's but be you honest. also give the, you give the opportunity for that outlier, you know, to trip them to to jump up. You know, again, uh, to come back to what we've seen with the with the College World Series with the ladies. You know. James Madison comes in and plays knocks spoiler. off, you know, plays the spoiler, knocks off number one, what, what knocks off number three or number four the next game, gets themselves in, in, in good position. Uh, yeah, granted, they finally ran out of gas, and, and you know, your your big dog ends up at the top, but you still give them that, that, that chance. You know, that's that's what made the you know, March Madness – so popular oh, yeah. were, were, exactly. were the Cinderella stories. And, I, I don't uh, and think stuff, people so. want Cinderella stories necessarily in football, oh. though. But yeah, I, I, why not? I would, I, I would not disagree with you. I don't know. Uh, Florida would have been a three-loss team going into the playoffs last year had the 12-team system been in place. I was staying, they would have been in at an eight-team, though. Hmm? They would have been in at an eight-team playoff. Yeah, because they were number seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I'm just saying. Iowa State, I believe, won their bowl game. They would have been a three loss team going in. Um, but you also, in a quote unquote regular year, you have those uh, non conference games being played that, that, again, would be padding the stats. Padding that stat. Would that, you have would, that win, have that extra win in there or something like that? Would you take away? The twelfth game, and just play an eleven-game regular season instead of twelve. That's something that only benefits a team that's going to the playoffs, though. For the teams that aren't in the playoffs, they've lost a home game. game. Yeah, they've lost revenue. And and most of the P fives do. I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah, I get it. It's interesting. I think it's going to happen eventually. I don't think they're going to go 12. Maybe they – I think they'll go eight. Maybe but they, I do think they're going to expand. What maybe about Maybe the 10? rumors are – we'll see. And I like 10, too, because you still get a, t- a two-team buy. One and two gets a buy. I don't mind 10. I think what the rumors are is that the rumors you're hearing are massive so that it feels like a compromise when it's eight. Hmm. Well, we can't go 12, but we can go eight. And then instead of just going eight, because they're over, overshoot to get what you want. <laughs> exactly, this is a negotiating tactic. Yeah, ten is interesting to me. How does that look? Because I don't think you can do one and two a buy. Well, then you've got 
You've got eight. Teams I think left. you've just got seven, ten, and eight, nine playing each other, which I don't as play-ins. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. I don't think ten. I don't think ten does anything. I mean, you could if you reseeded. If you had, you've got four games, right? And then you've got one and two over here. So then you've got two games. You got a semifinal. Then that's going to be a double buy for one and two. You got a semifinal here. The winner of that would play one. The winner of that would play two. It would be a double buy. Yeah, I don't know if ten works. Yeah, hmm. yeah. yeah. Ten's. I just, not, just It's a hard workable. That's number. what I was trying yeah. to say to you. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That wouldn't work because then you'd have three games to try to get two teams. <laughs> yeah, and that doesn't yeah. work. No. I mean, no. unless you want to be like super duper favorable for the one and two seed, we don't. No, no, they don't. They don't deserve that much. Get they a little still, bit of an advance, but they don't deserve. Yeah, they yeah. don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they get if they're about to the semifinals and you're just playing a an eight team playoff to get to the semifinals, I guess I could see that. But that's kind of I'd rather I'd, I'd much rather see all the teams. If you're going to go ten, yeah. you might as well go, go 12. twelve. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I'm 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 not a fan of that. But anyway, yeah. let's take. Thanks a break. for playing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, no, I was just like thinking of even numbers, you know. And tens are nice. I didn't really numbers. think it out much, but <laughs> that's what we're here for. He he didn't have a bracket in his mind. <laughs> we get <laughs> that's okay. We're going to teach you to read brackets. Unlike I was say, I have to deal with them a few times. Uh, All right, when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, the Atlanta Braves and Philadelphia Phillies take the field, and we will talk a little bit about uh, last night's game and what's coming up. Also, the sounds in this next next segment. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back right after this. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. about it's southern middle tennessee sports today once again with mo here's chris welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint chris yamo Patton, coach mike the illustrious potentate and intern two sitting in this morning glad to have you on wkom 1017 fm coming to you from the lee company studio also the front porch sports headquarters right here 
on West 7th in Columbia, Tennessee. couple birthdays we should probably mention today. One of them uh, wished by Mr. Dan Janes for a 40-year career teacher at McDowell and mom to Ross and Elaine. Oh, Ms. Carolyn. it's Carolyn's birthday. Happy birthday, Carolyn Janes. And uh, I doubt she's listening, but... Well, if Dan's listening, he can, he pass can relay along. it. He there can we pass go. Along the, yeah, and uh, it's also um, Mary Marshall Coble's birthday. How old is she? Six, I think. Wow. So, yeah, it's a it's a big day, big birthday day for some folks. Eat some cake. I will not be eating cake. Not you. It's not your birthday. Unfortunately, more for us. That's a sad day. It's more for you. More for you. Um. It is Wild and Wacky Wednesday, so stick around in the next segment for that. But first, the Atlanta Braves, who are sitting at 500, folks. Speaking of Wild and Wacky, and I'm sitting here looking at a tweet from some guy named Derek Madden, at Madden on air. Um, What is he? Where's he at? Where's he at on air? Program director, 93X Minneapolis. Oh, okay. At 93X Radio. Why he's weighing in on this, I don't know. But the Braves are 29 and 29, 5 and 5 in their last 10, 17 and 17 at home, 12 and 12 on the road with a run differential of plus one. I'm not sure there's a way to be more mediocre than this, but if there is, I trust they can find it. They got the Jeff Fisher <laughs> syndrome over here. That's. He's also not wrong. No, no, <laughs> not at all. He he double spaces between sentences though, which is a little awkward looking. Especially when you only have two hundred and forty characters to work with, sir. And I think there's three in between road and with. I think you're right. <laughs> so yeah. there's that. Um but yeah, that's there's that. So the Braves are in fact Twenty nine and twenty nine and twelve and twelve on the road following last night's nine five win at Philadelphia. Um, so they go into today's. It so here's the thing. Here's funny. On top of all of that. On top of all of that. With Ronnie at three hundred ninety nine career hits, two hundred ninety nine uh, runs scored, ninety nine home runs. <laughs> so if he hits a home run in his first at bat today, it will be zeros across the board. He, he hits three milestones in one, <laughs> in one, one, one swing. One swing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be wild. So yes, the Braves can find all the weird milestones at once. I don't know how we did it. That would be crazy <laughs> if he goes not? yard to lead off this game today. Oh, man. That'd be worth watching. <laughs> 605 start. Check in quick. You might see history times three. Um, again, that game will air on Bally Sports South. It also airs on our sister station, 103.7 FM WKRM. WKRM. <laughs> Pre-game at 450. Tucker Davidson gets the start. Zero and zero and zero, two point three one ERA versus Zach Eflin for the Phillies, two and five, four ten ERA again. A, a two three one ERA and he's only started twice. That doesn't happen a whole lot for folks who are just coming up. I mean, typically if you're zero and zero and you've only started twice, you've got a fourteen point five three or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something ridiculous. Something something north of five anyway. Yeah. So but two point three one, I'll take that all day every day. What this is telling you, Brian Snitker, 
is that this guy needs to he doesn't need to be pitching for his spot every time he goes out. You know, he he needs to be here for a while, I think. I think you give him a shot. I mean, it's not like you ain't got a fifth spot open. Or fourth. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah. Or a bullpen. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We could send Smiley to the bullpen. Let him pitch an inning. It's not far enough. (sighs) I'd like to send him a little farther. (laughs) South. Yeah. Um, Braves were down 5-4 in this one. Scored five unanswered um, in the eighth starting with an Austin Riley home run, and then they strung some hits together for an offense that one of the knocks on them was that they can't manufacture runs. Now, they did hit three home runs in the game, but again, the last one tied the game at 5-5 before they won at 9-5. So, when you texted me last night, can't, Manufacturer runs. Was that about post nineteen or the Braves? No, that was about the Braves. Okay, no, I no. I was like, I don't know what he's which one he's talking about because oh, when bad. I looked at the score, I was like, it's nine to five. We just scored a bunch of runs with. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I wasn't talking about post nineteen. Okay, I didn't think so, but I was. It was about the time that you were done with their story at eleven o'clock at night because yeah. the game was over at nine o'clock. Yeah, so. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, so, again, That's Braves it. Braves have Phillies. 29 and 29. Can they get over the hump? The literal hump. Literally. I'm holding my breath. <laughs> 58 games into the season, and they've not been over 500. That's a little over a third of the season. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Freeman last night tweets, how many balls can you hit over 100 miles an hour without them dropping? Because, again, Freddie Freeman lines out at 107-mile-an-hour exit velocity. Therese Hoskins, yeah, I heard that on the radio as I was driving home last the, night. Uh, it was to Sam Coonrod. Oh. Uh, it was an expected batting average of 610. <laughs> <laughs> and he's 0-1. A 61% chance that that thing should drop, and it doesn't. And he's been, and this has happened all year long. Like, he's, I mean, all year long. He's got bad aim. Clearly. Um, it's, it's tough. I mean, that, 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 that is tough. If you are, uh, if you're Freddie Freeman over the last 162 games played for Ronald Acuna jr. 148 runs scored. That's ridiculous. By the way, that's nearly a run a game. (laughs) That's insane. 50 home runs, 111 RBIs. That's not good, but he's a leadoff guy. In 162 games, 111 R- RBIs? I'm just up to that's, 50 home runs. That's two ribs for every home run, basically. Yeah. I mean, north of 100 RBIs in, in the major leagues, that's, that's, the, that's the number that you're trying to hit these days. And as a leadoff guy, you've got 111? Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. 103 walks, 42 stolen bases. Conveniently left out the strikeout number. I don't know what that is. It's coming down though. He's getting he's getting a lot better with his plate discipline. I mean, 103 walks over 162 games. I'll take that as a leadoff right. guy. Yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, that's two thirds of the time you're taking a base on ball, or two thirds of the games. He's been fun to watch and expecting that to continue as long as he can stay healthy. <sighs> 
This day in Braves history. On June 9th, 1966, um, Wisconsin versus the Milwaukee Braves, which was based on an allegation that the Braves and the rest of the National League conspired to deprive the city of Milwaukee of Major League Baseball with no replacement team allowed. thus violating the Wisconsin antitrust law was appealed following an initial state circuit court ruling that the team was in violation by four, three margin. The circuit court ruling was overturned by the Wisconsin Supreme court, allowing the team to stay in Atlanta where it had began play in 66. Um, That victory in the courts must have set a fire for, for the team on the field as they rallied from ninth place at the time of the appeal in a 10-team National League to finish fifth at 85 and 77 in their first year in Atlanta. Mm. So, little little legal history in addition to Braves history. <laughs> I love that they took them to court to try to bring them back. back. Yep. That's hilarious. Oh, man. I, that, the talk ori- about wild the, and wacky. The original injunction was that they would not be allowed to play anymore in Atlanta, that they would have to come back and finish the season. The judges said, no, that's, that's, that's a little, a little mu- ridiculous. That's a little much. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll work toward getting them back here in 67. But, but then it was overturned. When so. did the Brewers come? So the Brewers were the Seattle Pilots in 1969. Okay. Did not go over well. <laughs> they became the Brewers in seventy. Gotcha. Yeah. Boy, Seattle just has a history, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's been tough sledding for Seattle. That poor city. I can't wait for the what's the, the hockey cr- team? The Kraken. The Seattle Kraken's the Kraken. Release it. <laughs> Release. If they don't play that clip during the game, then somebody needs to be fired. Everybody it, needs to be fired. Exactly. Yeah. If, if that's not what they come out of the tunnel to exactly. Yeah then it needs to be over. I, I would think that has to be the whole plan from from the very start. And that's, if it's yeah. not... Then Even if they did steal just, the uh, the Dragons logo from the... Was it the XFL or the AAF? That logo that they have is almost identical to one of the... the spring was it the New York Dragons? Team. Is that who they were? No, that's uh, that was the AFL. Oh. No, one of the XFL or spring football leagues from a couple years ago had a, a logo that is almost freaking identical to that thing. So. What are they going to do, sue him? Yeah, right. Well, I guess if it's XFL, I guess The Rock could sue him. He owns the he owns the, the stuff. So If you can smell. <laughs> uh, Meanwhile, the sounds lost again. Four in a row. Four in a row. They fell 6-1 to Indianapolis at First Horizon Park last night. Um, during this four-game skit, they are hitting 143. Three, so it's pretty simple to see where they are having their issues. Meanwhile, Aaron Ashby, who we talked about last year as the AAA East Pitcher of the Week, has been moved to the bullpen. Is uh, that's got to be a big club ask? Right? Uh, it is a big club ask. And, and speaking of asking, we will ask Jeff Ham more about this. But apparently, he had a clip with Rick Sweet yesterday. Kind of explaining that. So, gotcha. Uh, sounds play again tonight, six oh five at First Horizon as they continue their six game series with the Indians. So, 
There you go. And hopefully they have better umpires. <laughs> <laughs> what we saw last night no doubt all right we're gonna take a break when we come back it's wild and wacky wednesday on southern middle tennessee sports day presented by mid tennessee bone and joint y'all stick around we'll be right back hey folks while we take a quick break from the show i want to tell you about our friends over at custom stone handlers in downtown columbia ned rich and his team at custom stone handlers believe in leadership and outside of the military Our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Happy to be with you here on this now overcast Wednesday morning. And somewhat drizzly. Stuck out there a little bit ago, yeah. Drizzly. Drizzly. Better than grizzly, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying. Either a ZZ or S. Either one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's been a good day. We've had a a lot of great um topics on the show. Got a chance to talk with former Columbia Central boys basketball coach Hal Merle in the first hour. Josh Corey, the Titans community relations director, about girls like football. All of that will be in the Prep Sports Hour podcast on sm-tnsports.com. Talked about the NCAA potentially going to a 12-team playoff. The Braves sounds. That was on the last segment. If you missed any of it, it will be on the podcast. Uh, Yesterday, we were unfortunately had some technical difficulties, and our backup had technical difficulties, and so... We only got parts of the podcast up, but if you want to listen to yesterday, you can. Uh, Again, tonight, tons of action on television, sports, sports to watch. So make sure to do that or listen to the Braves on 103.7. Again, sm-tnsports.com for the podcast. Now, it's time for Wild and Wacky Wednesday. And intern two has uh, quite the story. Has a story to tell us. It's quite the story. It's a story. Oh, trust me, you're gonna. This is uh, gonna be interesting. All right. Uh, yesterday in Ohio, a apparently a, a Cleveland doctor who is also an anti-vaxer uh, testified uh, for a bill that would. Um, while giving a testimony at the Ohio House Health Committee meeting, uh, she testified in favor of the House Bill 248, which would keep a, keep a business or the government from requiring vaccinations. 
During her testimony, she stated, uh, I'm sure you've seen pictures all over the internet of people who have had these shots and now they're magnetized. They can put a key on their forehead and it sticks. They can put spoons and forks all over them and they stick because now we think there's a metal piece to that. Have you seen these pictures all over the internet? I've, I've not seen nope. these pictures all no. over the internet. As much time as I spend on the internet. Oh, it gets better though. But wait, there's more. Um, There's been people who have long been suspecting that it's been some sort of an interface, yet to be defined interface, between what's being injected in these shots and all the 5G towers. Oh, yeah. That's definitely a thing. That's definitely a thing that's happening. Listen. Get the shot if you want to. Don't get the shot if you don't want to. But come here, Mo. Don't don't misinform. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's stuck for it's just stuck. a bit too long. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, apparently, hmm. apparently hmm. magnetism maybe is not, a possibility. Maybe it's not as wild and wacky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe it depends on which which shot you got, Where, or what lotion you put on your face. <laughs> what? Uh... <laughs> Golly, that's brutal. Oh man, yeah, that's that's tough right there. It just got tougher. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, these wild and wackies end up with a lot of police, dumb criminals, which is basically what this segment has become because that's what's. Wild and wacky. wacky. A drunk driver in Iowa on Sunday was arrested. A cop found him parked in the middle of the road, passed out in the seat, and his pants were halfway down. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So, uh, there's that. Um, It's a visual I could have done with that. So, (laughs) it's about 6 in the morning. Cops get a report. Ford Explorer parked in the middle of the road in the town of Little Rock, Iowa, by the way. Little Rock, Iowa, which is about five miles from the Minnesota border. 38-year-old guy slumped over in his seat, pants down, (laughs) and drunk. Eyes were bloodshot, slurring speech, so the cop, he puts him in his patrol vehicle, right? Because this guy's going to jail. They went back to search his car. They found a small amount of uh, pot and a glass pipe in the center console. So now he's facing drug charges on top of the drunk driving. But then, it, well, wait, there's, wait more. there's more. The cop gets back to his patrol car, and Ben found an unopened can of Mountain Dew in the cup holder, and he started drinking the cop's can of Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I so, mean, he was thirsty. They tacked, they tacked on an extra charge for fifth-degree theft. Fifth degree theft. Okay. I didn't even know fifth degree. I just say, I didn't know there was that level. I didn't know there was a thing. <laughs> it might be an Iowa thing. That's okay. <laughs> I guess they really are like strict about their Mountain Dew. Yes. That was. <laughs> Some people value Mountain Dew more than others. We've, we've got to get. We know a guy. That's. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm a sun drop guy now. I used to drink Mountain Dew a little, but now I drink sun. Or I did before I was on keto. Um, so here's one that's not 
out there. It's not a police issue. Um, you guys have Netflix, right? Yeah. So, you know, there's more than one uh, profile you can have. You have up to five yeah. profiles, right? Well, so, it just just a thought. If, if your girlfriend ever breaks up with you and... <laughs> And, and she won't talk to you on social media. She blocks you on social media. Here's an idea. Change your password? The woman caught, a woman caught her boyfriend cheating and blocked him on social media. He had no way to contact her until they have a shared Netflix account. He changed the names of the five profiles to <laughs> please talk to me. <laughs> I swear I'm innocent. <laughs> this is genius. <laughs> She opens up Netflix and it's there you go. First of all, that's creepy, right? Yeah. The only thing creepier would be like if you send them an email or something like that. Because I've uh, seen cases where that's a thing. But like, that's that's one way. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you you open up your Netflix account and and there's it's that. Please talk yeah. to me. I swear <laughs> I'm innocent. Yeah, please talk to me. That's that's. Baby, come back. <laughs> that would have been a good one. That would have been one to do up, put the throw up there, buddy. Um, apparently, she he kept changing the names of each profile to write the notes. That's that's fantastic. I, I, Did it work though? It, it's not clear if she ever called him, but it doesn't sound like she took him back. Um, here's the thing. Um, I, that's creative. Mm-hmm. So points for creativity, but that's 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 about all you're going to get from me. Ah, uh, let's see here. How about this drug dealer in England? If you're running from the cops and you try to hide out in a building, make sure you know what the building is. Suspected drug dealer in England was running, trying to outrun the police in his car. Decided to bail, take off on foot. They were right behind him, so he ran inside of a building. Except it was the police station. station. <laughs> yeah getting arrested speed running he also trashed the lobby when he realized his mistake and they had to close it down for a few hours to keep it up so the the, the police did uh, post on twitter that they were opening into the public and for quote anyone looking to hide from the police <laughs> <laughs> slash turn themselves in Yeah. so there's that oh man Adam Hendricks just Googled fifth degree theft is in the range of one cent to 300 and is a simple misdemeanor. <laughs> to $300. Okay. Oh, I thought I was about to say 300, 300 cents. Yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. one to three dollars. Well, from one to three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that just would buy him fall in with, the, with, the, with that one. <laughs> oh, man. That's good right there. Oh, let's see. I've got, uh, let's see what I've got here. I've got a couple of of new ones. Let's see. Did y'all know yesterday was National Best Friends Day? Just saying. Yes, I actually did. Well, a 23-year-old guy in Ocean City, Maryland, did not have a happy Best Friends Day because he was stabbed by two of his friends while playing mini golf. <laughs> Whoa. How, how did that escalate? A little dispute how over did, the score? How did we get here? You had four strokes that hole, not five. Uh, even Happy Gilmore didn't get that angry. <laughs> okay, so so fun fact. Um, we took a family vacation to Minnesota 
one year when my kids were younger. Um, drive through Little Rock, Iowa? We did not. Dr- <laughs> well, we might have. We drove through Iowa. It, it, it sounds like a place that you might have missed if you didn't know it was there. But um, we played putt-putt, and my daughter says she hit a hole in one. None of us saw it, and to this day it is still disputed amongst everyone else that is playing because none of us saw it. She swears she did. We didn't stab her, though. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, A 23-year-old was mini-golfing with two friends in Ocean City, Maryland, and they got into a fight on the course. It's not clear what sparked it, but from the address in the police report, it looks like it happened at a place called Nick's Jurassic Golf. It ended with... uh, the 23-year-old who was in the fight pulls out a knife, stabs both of his friends. Uh, apparently, they weren't seriously injured. They were treated at the scene. One was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. And uh, this Mr. Lincoln here is facing a bunch of charges, including first-degree assault and reckless endangerment. So, anyway. Mini-golf. Not even not even, real not golf. even golf golf. You know, putt-putt. Some people take that really seriously. Hole in one. There used to be a pro putt-putt tour. There still is. The the (laughs) Masters are held in South Carolina. Okay. In Myrtle Beach. That makes sense. I've been there. That's where where the the video of me taking batting practice is at that course where I fell on my rear end. Did you play? I did not play that course. We played another course. So, anyway. How could you not play the course where the Masters is played? Well, we'd already played and didn't know. When I we were looking for batting cages, we get there and this place is like, oh, this is the Masters of Putt Putt, and I was like, dang, I wish I'd have known that. I didn't know, but we'd already played eighteen holes, so I wouldn't have to play again. <laughs> I just wanted to hit some baseballs. All right, that's going to do it for today's show. And Wild and Wacky Wednesday, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day. Again, if you missed any part of today's show, it's real simple. Just type in your browser sm-tnsports.com, bookmark it. Drag it onto your iPhone, uh, drag a little icon onto your iPhone home screen. That, that'd be good. Just go right to it. Tap it. SM-TNSports.com. Just tap for, it in. Just tap it in. <laughs> well done. Well done. Follow us on Twitter at SM underscore TN Sports on Facebook, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. For Maurice Patton and the illustrious potentate coach, Mike. Intern 2, Lawson Smith, I'm Chris Yow, saying have a great day and stay cool, Columbia.